I think it's time. Our microphone. Yeah. I, it's time. I already have supporters there. <laughs> you're you're going to start campaigning already before we've even begun. Somebody in the audience, please yeah, tell me if you're done. When do you, it's when you begin a campaign is before it's ever begun or something. I don't know. Mass Effect. Yes. We've all played it, right? Anybody in here not played Mass Effect yet? Okay. Why are you here? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I guess if that's, that's enough to rank some it of them. At least a third of them. For those of you who don't know, uh, I'm Eric Van Allen, I'm news editor at US Gamer, and I also co-host a, well, really it's just a Bioware podcast. It's Dragon Age point. presently. Well, it's currently Dragon Age, it was Mass Effect. It's called Normandy FM, it's a great podcast, y'all should tune in. Uh, this is my co-host, Kenneth Shepard, also Hi. weekend contributor at Fanbyte. And we brought on one of our Former guest who will hopefully be another guest soon, I believe. Hmm. I think yeah, we have you on the schedule. Spoilers! Yeah, uh, Josh Silverman over here. Hi. And we also have Kate Sanchez, who will be joining us at some point. I better. <laughs> but we're not talking about Dragon Age today. We're talking about Mass Effect because if there's nothing I love more in this life, it's uh, it's making Ken mad. And. <laughs> When 51 episodes of it. When we realized how different our uh, takes were on the different Mass Effect companions were, uh, we realized that there was some good content to be had. We found two more people who are equally fired up. So this is how we're going to do it. Look at all this high tech we got here. <laughs> Those of you in the fighting game community may be familiar with this tool. We're making a tier maker. Uh, we've got all the companions lined up, and we're gonna try and tier them out, and then maybe at the end, uh, we'll sort the top tier. But we have at the top, uh, the ride or die, the greatest of the Mass Effect companions. Uh, Fallen up is the A team. Yes, sorry, sorry. No, it's all good, it's all, I'm, on, I'm on fire, I'm on I want energy. I tier for you. <laughs> We've got the A-team, you know, the people you're with, they're not ride or die, they're not the ones you take into that last mission on London, but they're still pretty good. We got the valued crew members who just, you know, they hang around, they're there. You know, they're good, they're not good, they're not bad, they're just in the middle. Uh, acquaintances, you know, they, they serve their purpose, and Vermeyer is the last <laughs> uh, Sorry, somebody's gotta stay behind. So, I mean, how do we want to keep this? Let's, let's start with maybe one of the more interesting ones on here uh, that I didn't even realize was on this list until I looked at it. Uh, how do we feel about Morin? Why is she here? Panel? She's like, <laughs> I mean, Vermeer, that literal vampire. We have no defend. Are there no defenders of Morin here? Not, not up here. I mean, it's the right answer. I'm just trying. Like, I <laughs> Like, rude. She dies anyway. She does. She does. I will give it the slightest, I still think Vermeer, but I will give the slightest of the defense more just because the fact is if you recruit her instead, that you do get to kill her later. Wow. <laughs> and I think, and I think it's, it's an Easter egg. Aspect that is a cool, it gives just a little nudge that there's like a, a degree of importance to the character. Josh Silverman, it's really cool that you can kill Samara and kill Morin. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, how do we feel about Samara on this panel? I love her. Oh. Uh, grows on me with each playthrough. I was not a big fan originally, but I actually do like her a lot now, particularly with the uh, three. I, I, mm, I'm more that she, I think she's better in two, and three is. Mm -hmm. 
depending on where you're coming from, kind of a disservice to be like, oh, this woman that has nothing but her, like, her hoed and her, these rigid values of her that's willing to... We can't hear you very well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. You gotta speak into the mic. We do a podcast, I, man. It's not <laughs> normally... This, can you hear me now? No. Oh. Now. Yeah. Put your hands close. Go right up on it. Hi. Tap the mic. Hey. <laughs> Ken was just echoing a sentiment that I share, which is that uh, Mass Effect 2 Samara is maybe a little bit more interesting than Mass Effect 3 Samara. I agree. Um, I, I, I liked where it was going with her in 3, but it does have that weird tinge of like, I, I, I don't know, the Asari Jessicar stuff at the end just never really panned out for me. I don't think it panned out, but I think one of the reasons that I really like Samara is she gives us a, I mean, and it's a trope that's used across media, but it's something that I personally, I think they did well in two that you don't really see that well done for female characters. So I really like Samara in that aspect. Like I liked the fact that she is dedicated to her code and that means a lot to me in her in her character at least. But I, I can concede that Mass Effect 3 just kinda lets it She yeah. shows up, she does she does her work, you know, no gripes. Yeah, she's not bad. Sounds like a valued she's, crew member to me. Yeah, she's a valued there we go. crew member, yes. There we yes. go. Yeah, we're moving right along. Let's let's keep the Asari train rolling a little bit more, and let's talk about PB. Mm. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, we got thoughts on PB. I'm betting that Andromeda, besides maybe the Mass Effect One cast, it, Andromeda cast will be the most contentious. <laughs> so what I'm gonna say about PB is the other day I was cleaning my office and I discovered I had a Funko Pop of her. Through <laughs> and I discovered I had this Funko Pop, and I'm like. Where did this come from? <laughs> Why do I have this? I mean, sometimes you get and, hazed. And, and it was actually that guy right there. <laughs> I found it in the trash. You and threw it away? No, 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 no. I found it in the trash. Oh. I had to send him something in the mail anyway, and I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the story of... Hold on, hold on. I know this is a raining Mass Effect podcast, but you found it in the trash. Which trash? What trash heap, sir? I think, like, my apartment. <laughs> okay, we'll put a pin on that, come back to that later. Um, I like PB. I, I don't think she's like the best character. I mean, if I'm being real here, like a lot of Andromeda's cast does kind of fall short compared, but PB's interesting enough. And she's very young, she doesn't she's stupid at this point. She's like a teenager. She's very sorry. Pixie. Jumpster. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> how, do we, how do we feel about acquaintances? I feel like that's a fine place to put her. I I'm, no, I know. I don't give her wins personally. I feel like I hear I hear a majority here. My, I'm gonna I'm gonna say abilities at times. I feel like that. I'm gonna say that she. Oh. Yes, we have look. We have a lot of crewmates to get through, and you can see me down there blog right there. I just want to point out the person who says it's great. How's about Jaw? I have a different opinion from most people because I thought the character was super hyped up by the internet and everything and did nothing for me and Andromeda. Uh, Absolutely nothing. So, fun fact I never completed Andromeda. I only played until I finished wow. Romance wow. and Jaw. I oh. got what I was so wanted and I started playing. I think Jaw. I still hate Andromeda. Like, I thought it was fine. It was just a, it was a game that I didn't have too much investment in. 
But I was very much in love with Joel, so I finished that piece, and then I was like, eh, okay, I'll come back later. I have the same feelings on Joel that I have the majority of the Andromeda cast, is that that character would have been great in a sequel. But in this one, every, like everyone's development cuts off at a very particular point. Mm-hmm. So... I'm sorry, I, I, I couldn't stop laughing because you're like, I very much like Joel, so I finished that piece. <laughs> <laughs> his accent is what I like, and mm-hmm. I will keep humoring. I think Joel is one of the higher points of Andromeda, mm-hmm. and I also think maybe highlights some of Andromeda's points that I don't like. That's very that true. He feels, there are some characters in Mass Effect who I feel end up just kind of being like, this is the representative of this alien race, and they're going to be this character, and you will experience all of this race's like ups and downs through this character, and it ends up like not giving them a lot of identity to work with in the end. Mm. All that being said, he's pretty good in combat, you know? He holds up. He does all right. Value crew member. Oh! A-team! Whoever said A-team? A-team! Yes, A-team! I- I'm down for value. Okay. Uh, if it's between value and eighteen, I'll take value. Yeah. He has good combat, a sexy accent, and I only played a drama for him. He's got a great sex scene too. Like I let's he talk has about that. Sexy. That boy knows how to use it. Uh, let's uh, let's Someone talk about nominate one. Let's have the panel. Oh, okay. One. Who's next? Uh, I think we should talk about Ashley Williams. No more oh, Ash. No more Andromeda. But I'm sorry. If we're gonna eat our meat and potatoes, we gotta eat the the broccoli and the cauliflower and the chocolates that are inevitable. So you wanna you wanna talk about Ashley? I mean, we have the we have the category Vermeer for a reason. Hi. Nobody likes space races. No. <laughs> I believe the, the condensed term is spaces. Yeah, two. All right. I mean, do we do we have anything positive? I, I, no. Her voice I, actress is great. Her voice actress. Her voice actress, actress she is excellent. She's a good voice actress. I don't play massive. Family values. That actually makes her sound worse. <laughs> I. You, she. She was getting somewhere she by was the not. end of three. No, she was not. She, she that is bullshit. If you, if you start at zero, Ken, and you, you have make a it line to going to five. infinity, at some point, you know, maybe there was like a slight gust that slightly inched her forward. Eric, not bad, can, or not as bad, can still be that. Vermeer, Vermeer, Vermeer. How many, out, out of curiosity, how many of you left Ashley on her buyer? At least one. Okay, well, first place or first place. Yeah. And third. That's interesting. I still see a 50-50 split in this room, even though we all agree that Ashley is terrible. I, I wonder what that though. says about a character we'll talk about later. Like, I, do, I am interested in huh. why people like her. It's something that's <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Hey, you know, speaking of Ashley. Okay. Go flip over all my positions, all the big positions. Okay, that makes sense. But speaking of Ashley, let's talk about Cora, the other not interesting human companion. Uh, I mean, put her on Vermeer. Put her. Get that wheel blew out of my face. 
I like Cora's, I was say something to say, I like Cora's backstory, I enjoyed her as a character, but it definitely got to a point where the, I did think she would be a character I was in a romance in one of my Andromeda playthroughs, and then as I got deeper into the story, I was just like, I just don't know. I just don't know, so I, I would put her at, uh, what is it, Personally. Acquaintance. Acquaintance. Uh, why, Acquaintance. We got we gotta talk about the fact that she's a wheel blue. That that she loves Azari. She that, really likes Azari. Yeah. <laughs> on all on all aspects of physical she is that Azari. She's basically for most of the game, like the Asari character and her like loyalty mission is the Asari mm -hmm. arc. It, and she she tries to tell Asari about their own culture that is, on yeah. that mission. Uh I, I want to say about, she is maybe the most obvious example of why I think Andromeda 2 could have been really interesting, because it, her loyalty mission ends, and she's going like, maybe I don't need to be so obsessed with the Asari, maybe I need to have my own life, and then it's like, Andromeda's Imagine over, that. by the way, and <laughs> here we are. I think, I think it's really hard for me to like, rank the human characters, because in full transparency, I don't care about play Mass Effect for the human characters. So I like it, it's very hard for me and I have like an internal automatic bias. Okay. So I will go so with what you all how, say. How do we I feel? Will just put them I have a question. Did anyone read the book that me. she's like a huge part of? Okay. I didn't. Did you just did you read the book to me? Who has read a Mass Effect and drawn the book in this room? That yeah. Annihilation is incredible. Yeah. It's an excellent book. Yeah. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? Wait. Vermeer. 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 Dude, should we turn this to the audience? Who says acquaintance for Cora? Who says Vermeer? Uh, I think, I think the acquaintances went out. I appreciate the bloodlust for Vermeer in here, though. I really do. Uh, we should knock out the two uh, Mass Effect 2 DLC characters real quick. Oh, the Mass Effect 2? Oh, yeah. mm. okay. I think they're both acquaintances literally because you don't form a relationship with them, so I think here's, that by definition makes them acquaintances. Here's the weird thing. I like Kasumi more in Mass Effect 2, and I liked Zayid more in Mass Effect 3. That's fair. Zayid had actually... But not until Citadel. Yeah, no, the Citadel Zayid stuff is actually fantastic. When he's trying to win, like, that yeah. grab machine yeah, thing. Yeah, about that. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Like, Zayid just embraces his boomerhood, and he's just like... That's a spicy take. I can't get behind it personally, but I appreciate the whole so, of it. So, Kasumi and Zayid, how are we feeling down here? Uh, I think they're both acquaintances. Acquaintances? I, I would say acquaintances. I, I like them individually. I have no negative thoughts, but I also don't have big, giant, resounding positives. So, I think they're just. I think they're just victims of Mass Effect 2's handling of DLC Josh. in general. Uh, this would be an acquaintance. Um, I was just really fond of, uh, was it Robin Sachs, mm -hmm. the voice actor for Zayed, and he's one of my favorite actors for a long time. It's a good performance. It's a good a voice performance. performance too, for one of his last performances. Yeah. So I, he's a great, he's a great combat team member. I want to bump, mm -hmm. first, so I would bump him up value he's me a, personally. He's a creative problem solver, you know? He, he <laughs> lights things up. I mean, he fire. does the same thing every time. I don't know how creative that is. Okay, so we're feeling. I think acquaintance for Kasumi is pretty much landed. I, I, I like. I like her. Wow, we got some Kasumi defenders. She. That is true, actually. She is. 
And she's got that up. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 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 Every point counts. All right. All right. Zai, how we feel about Zai? I'm still acquaintance, but I feel like there were some strong arguments made for him to go to. But you know, we still ring him up. He's still alright. All right. Whoa! I heard that. Who we up? Josh, you nominate someone. You're next. Nominate someone. Let's see how about Legion. Ooh! I think he's an easy ride or die. Like, I mean, ride or die is actually the best because that is the choice you have with Legion. <laughs> he dies no matter what. No, but he lives on as the spirit of the machine. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. <laughs> He's got a soul. I think he's right or die. I definitely probably rise one of the hardest of any video games with like the end of the Legion stuff. Mm -hmm. So, wow. But it also, I once had to do, I once did a uh, sexualized master panel where the only question asked, literally the whole QA section, was about Legion and sexuality. There is a hole. Right, 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 right. There we go. It was unanimous. First without just any discourse. Kate, it's your turn. Who's oh, up? Oh dear. I'm gonna save my baby for later, mm -hmm. um, and I'm gonna go to this update at Truly Hate, and I expect to be booed to Miranda. Woo! My opinion is that y'all come on. Okay. My opinion on when I told you I was going to make a panel that would make an entire room fight each other. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be us. No, but no, who is everybody else? Uh, my opinion. I 
I, I'm always so mixed on Miranda because when we did our re-rankings after playing through the Mass Effect series, she like went way back up my rankings from where she used to be. Um, she's, I think, but that was largely like Mass Effect 3 and really just like Citadel that did that. Right. She has some great, like, again, some of the best Citadel stuff is, is Miranda's, the whole like, we're the space queens, the space demons, yeah. and like, uh, but it feels like that almost comes like too little too late. I think by, by that point you've probably decided how you feel about Miranda. My, I, like, I, I, I loathe the, both, the butt shots as well, but I also like that feels, on, that's on Bioware more than it is on Miranda, I feel. Like, come on, Ken. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, well, well, what I'm what I'm saying is like, okay, you put a script of Mass or like all Mass Effect two and three, and, like look at Miranda as how she's written. It is diametrically opposed. In the fact, they have to like crane the camera's neck to be at her ass <laughs> at all times. I know, I know you haven't seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but they make that argument with the "I'm not that, I'm just drawn that way" thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like I do think overall, like because I. I I love fan service most of the time, it's fine. But I think when it starts to become a detriment to a character and their development, I think it's very, and yeah, that's on Bioware, but I only have that to judge it on. And I, ultimately, the way we see her, the way we work with her, that's all I got. And How are we feeling? You, you get to start. She's a human, where do I put her? Are you, you're only around her, okay, Josh. I have almost no opinion on her. It bothers me, but uh, this is this is about to get deadlocked. Because I have no opinion for Vermeer. You're just like I don't care about it. Like if I don't if I don't have an opinion on somebody, they can die. <laughs> I just means I don't I just feel like I don't think about the character. So like that's just mm. yeah. Uh, I'm a writer, dog. Wow. Oh. Uh, I was gonna say I was gonna say maybe eighteen. But we have a diametrically opposed panel up here. Um, Got to vote. Let's let's put this. I mean, let's like meet in the middle here. How do we want to say? Do we want to put this vote between valued and acquaintance? Yeah. 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 I've heard, heard some of the arguments up here that while I do not like her, I can understand your positions, and I would be fine for value. How do we feel about valued out there in the audience? Show of hands. Mm. How do we feel about acquaintance? Damn! Damn. Oh. I think Miranda just got a <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> I tried, guys. I listened. I heard y'all. <laughs> Only the good daddy. We're running out of water. <laughs> I can't, I can't, like, I can't, like, order. <laughs> I don't know. She gets to be nice to Zai. Like, looking at Zai, like, what's up? <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm up, and I think we need to talk. Let's talk about Vetra. Okay. I really like Vetra. I think Vetra is maybe my favorite crewmate from Andromeda. Vetra is my favorite crewmate from Andromeda, and I have pins with her. Like, I love that character. Like, her, her arc as like having that family relation, like, there's, there's a lot of family themes throughout Mass Effect, but I think her specifically with her sister, the way that they're like, they kind of had to raise, you know, she had to raise her sister and go to this new galaxy and build a life, and then the sister wants to fall in her life, and it, like, dealing with those tensions, it was written very, very well. It felt very real for anyone who's ever, like, been in that position, uh, I feel, is, is you understand that sibling bond a little bit. Um, I really like Vetra. I would, I would A-team Vetra. A-team. I have a turian bias, so I am also a 
I think A-Team is good, and I think in a hypothetical sequel, she would be a ride-or-die. Yeah, I think she's an A-Team who could have been a ride-or-die. Yeah, it's like, I mean... We're, we're going to talk about this later, don't worry, but when I think about like the way that Garrus evolves from like Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect 2... To the best I, husband, yes. I feel, I feel like Petra could have done... No, she similar. would have. Yeah, she yeah. really, really could have. I think I, I really love the way Petra was written. Yeah. Um, but there, needs, there, there was more. Like, I wanted more, which was good, but then they, I needed more. So I think... Yeah, our first A-team, Vetra. What's up, Unanimous. Look, you thought we'd fight about everything. No, no, I like, I like it when we're... Oh, is it my turn? Ken, what's up? Let's talk about Jacob. You gotta, you gotta, save, you gotta save your good one. Oh, no. Let's talk about Jacob. You wanna talk about Jacob? I, I just wanna see how unanimous this is. Do we have Jacob defenders in the house? Oh. So can I. Not well. Wait, no, I, I saw a hand for Jacob Aquinas He's a right cheater! He said at best. No, 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 in front. Oh. I see you, Charles. I, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I, I feel like Burmeyer should be a special place of hatred. He cheated on Shepard! I... This is one of the... <laughs> Like that's on bio. We're like, why did you have to do that to that character? There was no reason to write that. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I felt like a very, very strange decision for that character. Because, like, I mean, as much as yeah, and like as much as we all in the room apparently hate him, there was somebody that liked that character that was probably devastated to see that happen. Oh yeah, I mean, there are characters I feel like there are characters who I feel every possibility exists in the world. All right, sorry, Jacob. Bioware put you there, not us. <laughs> Alright, Josh, what's up? What are we looking at? Oh, oh, oh. oh we got we some requests. Ready for ED. Yeah. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not ready for that yet, so let's go to Vega. Vega? Mm. Oh, the E boy. I, I feel like we have different definitions of what that means. I, I was not expecting to Vega as I have. I don't hate him, we just <laughs> so, no, so actually, that, I, I, I really disagree with that statement. I don't hate Vega, it would have been a lot, but I hate everything. His dialogue is awful. The way they, like, his, his story is awful. Exactly. At the end of the day, for me, when I look at Mass Effect, most of the times they subvert stereotypes, and for me, Vega was very much a Latino stereotype, and I hate it. And he could have been so much more, especially with the other Latino representation in the game. So, he's Vermeer. I hate him. I hate him because... I, I think that's like, a salient argument for Vermeer. I, uh, I played, for Normandy FM, this was the first time I'd ever played Mass Effect 3 as a female shepherd. And... I never, like, realized how much I hated the fact that he just, like, throws a nickname at you and, yeah. like, gives you that cute little pet name right away until I was standing there as, like, a female shepherd. And I was like, you don't get to nickname me. Like, get off my boat. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, he, he could have been good, and he was just written to be everything bad. Mm. He was written to be everything that people ex ex expect the money to be. And it's frustratingly, but this is, like, Mass Effect is my favorite video game, or what, my favorite video game series from the recent consoles, and it, it, it irks me so much. Mm. 
Vermeer? Vermeer. Yes. Who's back in acquaintance? Who's back in acquaintance? Oh, wow. Who wants to put him on that Vermeer? I was impressed for a second, then I was more impressed by somebody else. Man, Vermeer is occupied. Saren's got a lot of bases. All right, look. Maybe we can salvage this. What do we got? Are you Rex? Rex? Yeah. 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 Alright. Riders and Vermeer. You can Vermeer Rex if you want to. I mean, that's fair. Ride or die. 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 Okay. Is there anyone who feels less than Ride or Die for Rex? We got one! We got one. Two! Wow. <laughs> oh, question. Question question for you. Was it on purpose? Well? Did you play it did you play it again and fix it? Did you fix it on my equator? Oh, okay. Did you hear the Janet page? Oh, the silence is damning. Well, you are uh, an interesting person. I want to watch you play Mass Effect. You humans are all racist. Ride or die? Ride or die!
A little bit, yeah. Let's talk about it. Want to enact more draft? Let's do it. Okay. I mean, he's a one look grandpa, like, kind of character, and I don't, I don't know, like, it's always hard for me to, like, figure out what exactly I like about Drac. I think I had something I'm talking to you guys in the show, but, like, it's, it's, um, he is this old warrior who's ready to die. He's, like, he's, he's done with everything at this point, but he actually, like, you know, comes in drama and he finds hope there to an extent that it actually, like, shows him a future. Also, like other Krogans, he has amazing one-liners. <laughs> And he's an action hero entrance, you know. Yeah. But where would you put him? 18. 18. 18. Do we do we feel he's 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 a value A team? Like he's he's a high tier A team? Yes. He would be higher tier A team. Yeah. Would you put him higher than a veteran? Oh. Uh, I would. Let's put this way: the only on my current backpack is I cycle for pins. The only uh, companions I have from the only from Andromeda I have are Vetra and Drac on my backpack. So. I'm gonna make you you choose a child then. Uh, so I'm gonna make Ken choose it for you. Oh, the veteran's higher. I would say Drac is higher. Wow. I mean that last scene. Where I mean we don't need to actually order it. I just want I just wanted to stoke some tension here. So we do we feel good about the A team for Drac? Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Drac, you get on up there. Good job, Drac. Okay, I think we are. We're, get, we're marrying the good ones. I would say we're getting to the point where it's about to get contentious. So I would say there might be two. Yeah! Who's, got, who's got them jabbing takes? I just think he's hot. So. But that's the very, that's interesting. I did not expect it to come this way. I'm sensing a type. <laughs> yes. Why else play a sci-fi game? That's fair. I mean, yeah, that's pretty. Mm. But. Where do we think Javik goes? Because for me, as much as I like the idea of Javik, I feel like, especially because he's DLC, and especially because a lot of his stuff kind of feels a little, I don't like the way his quest ends, let me put it that way. I think it broadcasts it in a very strange way, and a lot of times people probably ended up making a choice that they didn't want to result in the end. Oh, are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, we're full spoilers, I guess we can. You know, I, you know, it's, it's, it's sad. Seeing the star. Yeah. I just want to make everyone sad. But, uh, I, Javik's a value crew member for me. That's fair. No, he's higher. I think there's something to be said about, I think there's something to be said about the fact that the first, or the only living Prothean is written in a way where he cannot be in the game. That's a yeah. weird thing to me. Right. He's, he's, as, as awesome as he is, he is also written in a way that it's like, he could potentially just not be in the game and the game would not change for it. Especially in Mass Effect 3 where it felt like they made more of an effort to have the crew around and not just like Shepard mm. and the two humans who will always be there. You can't not recruit them. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> How are we feeling? How are we feeling? I'm fine with value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I meant. Yeah. I I think you should put it to a vote. Should we put it to a vote? Well, everybody up here said the same well, thing, so I don't really have Is there look. someone who says, who feels that Javik should be higher than value crew member? I think he should be. That is a startlingly low number. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. Who thinks he should be lower than value crew member? Okay, so he's That was also right. Right. Yeah, we're good. That's great. Good job, Javik. Mm. Showed up. Um, um, we should probably not Lee amount. Not literally, because he's a nice boy. But. <laughs> 
No. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the best loyalty mission in the game. It's one of the best ones because it's just this buddy comedy. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah. all it is. It's just it's, it's a buddy comedy thing. Oh it's kind of yeah. And it shows that Bioware's like really capable of physical humor in a way yeah. that like so I mean they nailed like Citadel, yeah. but like. I I think Liam shows potential. He's got to be higher than Cora. We cannot allow such a. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, Oh wait, Miranda's on the same tier as Cora. Okay, fuck it all. Just put him wherever. Okay. I, I would I would say that Liam might even be a value for a member. I would I would put Liam at the top. Is that a little excessive? I think that's a, if we tier, I, I would put put Liam like at the first person in the acquaintance row. I'm starting to think that Cora might not be an acquaintance. She wasn't. She, she wasn't when we started. I don't know why she's there. Who did this? Well, don't the worry. If we have time oh, right. at the end, we will open it up to the microphones to air grievances. So, <laughs> you know, another, again, I can't lose on you. Everyone got it. Everyone's going to grab Zayn. Zayn is so powerful, he doesn't want to move. Can't wouldn't do a good Zayn voice. Ken knows how bad my Zayn is. I mean, it's pretty spot on. Really? I mean, boy, I'm coming to the acquaintance too. Buckle a knife. I'm out. Uh, oh boy, that was terrible. <laughs> oh god, we're at the hard ones. We're at the ones now. I mean, there's maybe I mean, not really one hard. more that I think would not be so contentious, and that's Jack? I'm not a big fan of her in too, and like we talked about this in the show, that I'm not. I'm just not a fan of like the. It's not even a pity party per se, but it's just like the way that she always compares her suffering to yours. But Mass Effect Three. Would we say that like if Miranda is the badass character done wrong, Jack is the badass mm -hmm. character done right? Yes. 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 She does have that great story. Jack goes from somebody who's been harmed by the world and wants to harm the world to a person who's been harmed by the world and wants to help the world. And that is one of the best arcs you can go through with that type of a trope. And again, it is she's honestly one of the better women, written women in Mass Effect. And human. And yeah, yeah that's fair. Probably, actually, probably the yeah, best. Yeah, but she's like got a lot of powers. Oh, I don't think counter as a I like her eventually. I don't like Edie like purely because we've talked about this so much, Ken. Uh, I felt Who like needed to fuck Edie? Like, why did we have to have that? This is the Joker. This is 13 plus, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the, yeah, the entire the entire arc of Edie in three, like I actually liked her more in two when it was this idea of, like the unshackled AI and yeah. everyone yeah. was kind of like trying to figure that stuff she out. Was way better in two, like, and then they were like, hey, what if in three we gave her a sexy robot body yeah. and Joker was like, like, oh no, I have feelings now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's like I don't think they have Tinder in space. The whole entire thing with Edie is like it's almost like they want they were going for like a specific aesthetic, you know, all the time Mass Effect. Like they were trying to appeal to a certain like era of sci-fi, and the thing they did not have was that sexy robot kind of thing. And they just said, I guess we're just gonna do that. Where's my sexy man robot? I don't necessarily think that like I I because the era of sci-fi that Edie's essentially like drawing, like, it's more revolutionary at the end of the day, and that, that's not what, at least for me, what I'm I should like thinking art books and stuff like that, and, like, the concept art and stuff like that, like, what they were from, what they were using examples. That's, that's fair, but I look at the finished product. Yeah, I know, I know. You're saying, but what I'm saying is someone from the art team or whatever, like, someone yeah. on the team was, like, looking at the concept art, like, what they were what they were pulling from, and that's I think, where the idea came from, and then it didn't necessarily. Yeah, I don't think it. it yeah, I agree. I think that like that could be where they were coming, or that that was where they were coming from. But I don't think it gels with the rest of the aesthetic of the world. Yeah. And okay. That In the interest of time, because we do have some characters left, oh, okay. uh, Yeah, I got. I for Mass Effect Two, I would say value crew member. Yeah. Otherwise, I might not remember. I. I can't get I can't get on that because like in spite of all the gross sexy nonsense that is happening in Mass Effect Three, that character is like the focal point of something that I don't think Legion even gets to. It's like how do uh, synthetics sort of integrate into the rest of society as opposed right. to just being like like if Legion's about self awareness, Edie's about like actually living in the society as we know it. Right. Um, but all that's buried under Joker being very horny. So I do love Joker by the way. He's not on this list because he's not technically a squad mate, but Joker is Joker. Yeah. We, we realized if we added a lot of like the non-playables, it would get real. Yeah. So who's a little sorry? Yeah. 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 He gets to climb. Let's talk about Daddy Bane. He does die in his terrible way. He dies in his terrible way. But that death scene, though. That, that death scene is hippie. It's good. Like, he even, he even gets him at the end. Recite that prayer at my funeral. I didn't get it. He's like, I was a dying drill, and I still like whipped that dude. He like barely got me. So Kai Lang sucks. And I like that Thane's dying words are, I love my son, and Kai Lang sucks. <laughs> I didn't know, like, I knew I liked Thane, but I didn't know, like, know how much I liked Thane until how emotional I got with this death scene, and I was like, oh, what, what is this? What are these other things I have? <laughs> yeah, they hit you again with Citadel, and it's, like, just as bad the second time, where you're just like, I thought it was, I thought it was good. That hurt. Recurring thing, by the way, can we all just agree, but the Citadel DLC really is just something you can say after almost any companion. Oh, Citadel was beautiful. It just blew every companion up. Like, are, are, are we ride or, ride or die? die? Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride We won't order that yet. Yeah, we'll order that, actually. Perfect. Uh, okay. We'll get to it, Ken. Don't worry. Uh, let's talk about Liara. Woo! 
I have as a as a serial we are a romancer. Sexy librarian. The librarian has a gun on you. I do believe the crowd is saying right now. Boy, the crowd. Is this no. Right here, just no. going to ride or die. <laughs> I'm interested to hear from you. I can hear you the loudest. Are we? Are we? Um, how do we feel up here? I'm ride or die. I mean. <laughs> Here's, I do want to hear, I think you want to hear from somebody who like, doesn't like Is there somebody who does not like Leora? Huh? You stood up, that's extra passion. State your, state your passions. She spent the entire third game whining. Okay. That's a sad game, everybody's really sad in Mass Effect 3. I don't know if that's like a disqualifier, to be honest. My other thing I would say is that Leora is like obviously She's, she's obviously set up as like the canon shepherd. Fuck that. Like she is 100% like the quote unquote canon shepherd. She has one of the best sex of the entire game. I say ride or die. I, ride I, like, or die. I appreciated your passion though. Let's see hands for ride or die. Do we not have ride or die in the world? Who's, who says A team for Liara? Who says ride or die for Liara? Ride or die! Oh, God, that's close. That's mm. real close. Well, we all, we all ride or die? I was I'm ride or die. You're A team. We have three ride or die? Mm. I think that, that's so majority. Yeah. Alright. Um, you go, Liara. If we want to have grievances, we're going to have to speed this thing up a little bit. Uh, well, thankfully, can we even need to talk about Lorden? Like, do we need to? Yeah. He is Opposition to Morden being anything other than probably one of the best companions in this <laughs> Let me play our grievances after. Let me play our grievances afterwards. He's ride or die for now. I love when like agreement for found. Oh, it's so not even a question. Like, defining moment in the series, probably. Mm -hmm. um, how do we feel about Tali in this room? <laughs> I am so, I like Tali a lot, but I had a very interesting conversation earlier today where I was thinking about how much like um, other characters on here, like Jal, she mm -hmm. wanes between being a very interesting character in her own right and being like the vocal point for all the like, oh, this is what the Koreans are dealing with right now, and Tali's going to show she, you that. She very, but her personal journey is very good as well. Yes, so I, I like her personal journey a lot, but I do think she does waver between being an, an exposition piece and an actual character. Right, I think that's the problem with probably half of the flip. Like, I mean, every character comes from some culture that they have to educate you on somehow, and they, you know, Toss that role to whoever it is that's on the ship at the time. Yeah. I put her 18. 18? I'm right or die. Right. Yeah. 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 Ye
Hands for the Friday night. There we go. There we go. Okay, there's a reason I saved Caden. Here, Ken is is a Caden stand. Yeah, he uh, he can't hear the book of Ken. Ken would like to read a statement right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this first. I have and I am 27 years old, and I still don't really know how to read my own handwriting. So please forgive any flubs in this monologue. An ode to Caden Alenka. My dearest space husband was dealt a bad hand by Bioware. Back in the Mass Effect 1 days, Bioware thought it would be an interesting and non-damaging thing to gate character development behind a main character's gender. Meaning the only way to hear a majority of Kane Olenko's story was to play as female Shepard, which we know, based on Bioware's own data, a non-insignificant amount of people do not. Because we know people cannot develop unless they are in close proximity to people who they are immediately trying to fuck, or so Bioware would like you to believe. I feel like I've proved that point. <laughs> As such, when it comes to the choice on Vermeer, many people chose to leave him behind because Bioware thought men being friends and opening up to each other was not the Mass Effect way. <clears throat> Please do not interrupt me! <laughs> These people never got to see him grow throughout the trilogy into the series' best portrayal of a character reckoning with the end of days without requiring the lore at large to give it an extra punch. And he is also one of the only romances devoid of Mass Effect's treating love and sex like a trophy to be won. Caden and Male Shepard's relationship in particular is among the most sophisticated in the game. <laughs> and it is most nuanced as it deals with themes of regretting, wasted time, and time lost. Also, if you saved Ashley and Vermeer, you're a cop. What? He's not spacist. Oh, I thought you said he was spacist, and I was like, I I'm not spacist. I that because uh, in my Mass Effect universe, Caden is just an ash mark on Vermeer, but... <laughs> I've <laughs> saved Caden more than Ash. Thing. I've never saved Ash. But but so. for the people for the people who did save Caden, do you feel like Caden came around to be as much of a character as the ones we have up here at Ride or Die? No. 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 Okay, I didn't care about you. He is not Ride or Die. He is my romance. Yes. yes. What, what I'm hearing is that he's a character that inspires a lot of passion. If that character like speaks to you, and for other people, that character does not speak to them. Do we feel do we feel like he is an A team member? He is nothing close to below that. Yeah. Okay. How do we how do we feel about an A team for him? No. I would put him a high value for me. A high a high value. I, I, okay, I would think it's only because I had never killed him. Who who here is feeling like a value crew member for him? Who here is feeling lower than value crew member? Oh, you're keep waiting. Ken, this is going to be a disappointment. Well, I, I have a question for for the people that voted, uh, whatever the, what do we say, acquaintance or lower? What do we? How did we preface it? Was value lower? Okay. Lower. okay. Let's, let's put right. it this way: If Caden could not go higher than value crew member, would you have him at value crew member? 
Like, no, you're making this really complicated. I know, I am. I, I, to, I'm trying to save My, my question was, people that said that he should be uh, lower than value trimmer, raise your hands again. Okay, keep your hand up if you saved him over Meyer. <laughs> that's, that's still like Do we feel like he's the top of the value crew members? I just, what I'm hearing is that a lot of people here need to do like the male male kind of That's very much so. Ken, I, I love you. I'm gonna do this for you, Ken. I'm gonna put him in the value crew member. For you, I, he's my he's my podcast co-host. I have to like deal with this for a while. <laughs> he's got value. He's, he's got value. He's got value. Come on, he's better than Zayi. Right? Let's talk about Garrus Vicarian. Do we have any? We gotta sew. We gotta sew. Oh, I gotta sew. So, my entire career started from starting a Mass Effect podcast. When the time came to name that podcast, my wife, who knows absolutely nothing about Mass Effect because she tunes me out whenever I talk about it, said, What about that, that whole calibrating thing? And, and I was like, Okay. And also, she pointed out that it was breaking with us for the first two episodes constantly. But, and then there, Constantly calibrating. I literally have a career that came from a Garrus Vicarian quote. Okay. And I do not rank any companion, any character in any other video game in existence low, uh, higher than him. I feel, like it, I feel like it's difficult to think of Mass Effect without thinking of Garrus. No like Shepard without Garrus? No Garrus? Yeah. No. No uh, I mean, is, is he. As a. Do we feel he's top of Ryder Dunn? Well, yeah. no. So, I, to play the, the to play the devil's advocate, I don't know if I can move They're gonna come up here and like fight you if you don't do this. Eric, <laughs> right, right. to play the devil's advocate on this love fest. You've got you've got sixty seconds to play devil's advocate. Uh, he's the exact same character in Mass Effect One that he's in Mass Effect Two. He did not grow until Mass Effect Three. Oh, I completely disagree. No. Okay. The, the entire premise of. The entire premise of his loyalty mission yes, is the exact same exactly one. Five to say that. The in, well, you're taking up my spot. Okay. The entire premise of his loyalty mission in Effect Two is the exact same premise of his loyalty mission in Effect One. He, you're trying to like influence him to be the paragon or renegade of whatever his thing is. No, Let me stop taking my sixty seconds. So, when. <laughs> Oh no, but but it's different. That was a criminal he was chasing. This is a dude who used to work for. It's the exact same arc. Where does the line end, Ken? You You gave me Caden. You put him too too far. Miss me with that bullshit. I'm calling Ken to record. I mean, put put it on. I mean, we only have about, I think, five minutes left here, so uh, I don't, do we need to order this at all? I mean, I mean, I think Morden should be at the top. I think Morden should be pretty up. I think second or Hello, sir, do you have a grievance? Morden second. Oh, fuck you. Okay, and then who would we say is third? Let's give it a bronze. Thane. 
Let's see hands for fame. Let's see hands for talent. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Let's see hands for talent. Rex. Oh. Okay. Runs. No, that front was a weird one. I don't know what you got there. Say Legion. Yeah. Legion, third. I think it's Rex. I saw Rex. Yeah, that was. Um, That's our top three right there, folks. If you would like to air a grievance, you have four minutes to do so. Please make your way to the mics and we'll start here on the Hello, line. sir. How are you? Morton should be number one. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's fair, but uh, I believe the kangaroo board has spoken. Let's hear from the right now. Okay, so I understand why you put Javik there, but the reason why I ride and got died with him is because, yes, I know that he was putting DLC, but they did that DLC the last minute. He was already written to be in the game, and that's kind of unfair, but I understand. But the thing I love about him so much is just all the funny stuff that spooned out of his mouth. Like, he didn't give a shit what the hell was going on. Like, like he would just, like, the yacht, they were, they were much smaller in my cycle. Just uh, some random works like that, yeah. or, you know, you get the you know, insight about his species, about what they really were and stuff. And the reason, another reason I loved him so much is you can tell he carried so much pain knowing that he was the last of his kind. He, but he would ride or die with you to the very end. You wanted to kill- He did die at the very end, to be honest. If you wanted to kill them freaking reapers, he would go, go with you to the ends of Earth to kill them every single one of them. I don't know, he, his cycle them. lost, so I don't really know that he gets a lot of points for that. Ooh. Man. Wow. Well, I understand. Let's like check the record. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the scoreboard. <laughs> Hi. Let's hear from the left here. Uh, I have two differences. Oh, God. No, that's not. Oh, come on. Don't you tell me that the racist isn't better or is like just as good at. No. Your maker wouldn't let us, that's not our fault. No, it totally wouldn't let us. It would? It would? Oh, no. we've, we've got another grievance here. Hello. For all of you Kaden haters, you have to understand uh, when you play a female back on KOTOR 2, the voice actor for Hearth uh, Onassis, when you romance Hearth Onassis, he went, oh no, my wife, I can't romance you. So the male, ask you know, if you played a male in KOTOR 2, you got to have this great romance. If you played a female, you got basically the cold shoulder. And so when I heard the same freaking voice from Hayden, I was like, I finally get to have redemption. I finally get to have my goddamn romance. That's how I felt when Mass Effect 3 happened and finally let me romance him. Hayden just friggin' rocked. I was able to have my romance, and two, he was like, oh no, I can't do this. And I was like, God fucking damn it, you can't. And then he came back in three, and like the confetti fell from the ceiling, and everything was amazing. That is why Hayden is amazing. We got one more minute, we got one more grievance. Let's hear it from the right. We got two. Uh, can you make it 30 seconds long? Be brief. We'll do it. My group is good morning. Uh, oh. Everybody hates, everybody hates Ashley. 
He did not commit long-term genocide. Just Morton has a redemptive arc. Ashley doubles down hard. That doesn't negate the fact that he sterilized an entire race. Yes, they got cured if you chose He fixed it. But the fact that he's got a good point. He does have a point. That's a really good point. We stand redemption here. Nobody is the worst thing they've ever done. He has a point. Nobody is the worst thing they've ever done. I just want to say, I think, I think Ashley really got all about the racism in Amy 3. By not talking about it. That is usually really good. One thing I love about Ashley, I know it's not the game, but if you go on YouTube and see Kimberly books, she reads out the letter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they both did that, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so, so great voice actress. Yeah, very true. Shout out to Kimberly Brooks. Oh yeah. That's what we do it. Thank you all for showing up. All right. This week's convention Yeah. Thanks for coming. I've never done a panel before. You guys were great. Except for when you voted Caden anything lower than what he deserved. Dream of Mass Effect Four.